contrast to what the Ravens did on offense is the Ravens' defense. And man, oh man, this group of guys have played so well over the past six weeks. Obviously, a lot of it has to do with personnel, guys coming back, guys that came via trade. and But also, I think coaching has done its itself a, 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 a service as well. Saw guys like Marlon Humphrey get his third interception today. I mean, there's a lot to be said. Patrick Queen played an outstanding game today with nine tackles. Um, you know, I just – there's so much – great things to be said right now about this defense which is so crazy considering where we were just eight weeks ago it's a completely different team at this point from a defensive perspective no doubt I mean they've they've added you know Roquan Smith they've added Tyus Bowser back into the fold um this is a different unit right now uh, than what we saw to start the season. And you and I both said a couple of times how we never really bought into the numbers that we thought that this team was, this defense was better than what the stats would, would tell you. Patrick uh, Queen, you know, this isn't his first time leading the team in, in tackles. He does it again. And it's even more impressive to me when he's got Roquan on his team now who leads the NFL in tackles. That lets you know what kind of day Patrick Queen was out there having. Um, yep. I, I, I just think Patrick Queen is playing at a very high level right now. And it's not that he's making plays that are new to us. We've seen him make these plays before. It's the fact that he's getting more consistent with it now. It's yep. like an every week thing with Patrick Queen. And I, th- and I think that has been the struggle with him. That's been people's love-hate relationship with Patrick Queen. It's, oh, Patrick Queen looks great today. And then you get to the next weekend. You know, he's missing tackles. He's dropping interceptions. He's just not making the plays that are there for to be made. And in this one, he did. And not just him. I mean, the defense was so fast. They were so stout up front. This is a Carolina team that wants to run the ball. Dante Foreman, last week, he had 31 carries in that game. Dante Foreman in this one, only 11 carries for 24 yards. They pretty much bottled him up from the yep. opening kickoff. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 21 for 33, a buck 96, did have the two interceptions as well. Baker, Baker's not good. I mean, <laughs> Baker's not good. I, I used to defend Baker a lot, and, and I think so, uh, some of it to a degree is still, you know, he's been a part of a lot of dysfunctional organ. Both of the, the organizations he's played for are pretty dysfunctional. Um, I agree. And not a lot around him, so it's tough to really – to really grade him, uh, but the proof is in the pudding. I mean, Baker was giving them nothing all game. He gave them nothing. I thought at some point we might see Sam Darnold because why not? I mean, what what are you missing? Uh, what are you, what are you what are you missing by taking Baker Mayfield out of the game? So it was really mind blowing to me personally to uh, to see the Panthers' offense be as non-existent as they were at least in the run game i thought that they would at least put up a fight but even the panthers got away from the run game pretty early uh themselves and once like we both said once the ravens forced them to become one-dimensional the game was pretty much over and he, and that was even with the ravens offense looking like crap for yep. most of the game uh you just knew that the panthers couldn't score they couldn't do anything and you combine them not being able to score points with them continuously shooting themselves in the foot 
with uh with the penalties that they had uh it, it was just hard to watch both of these offenses out there but yeah i give credit to the ravens defense they continue to impress they continue to get after the quarterback um they have four sacks in this one four combined sacks uh in this game uh two turn two interceptions you got the force fumble by by marcus peters uh and, and marlon humphrey coming and scooping it up i mean this defense is playing fast they're playing physical and right now they're the ones that's looking like they're going to lead this team as far as they can go yeah, and, and listen, I still think that Marcus Peters is not who he used to be. He, he uh, was having some issues with covering today. Um, uh, he got lucky a couple times because of, uh, the receivers were dropping passes, so that helped. But, uh, you know, Peters is not what he used to be. But that turnover and him punching the ball out really was a big play that was needed um, in that moment. And so that's what you need. Even when guys are with, are, are shells of what they used to be, it, even when they can make those types of plays that can help you change the dynamic of the football game, you know, that's that's all you ask for at this point. And so, you know, it, it, Kyle Hamilton even, before he came, went out with an injury, was playing yeah. uh, playing well as well, tackling and, and such. And so, you know, it, it was really good to see Everybody just flying, you know, flying to the ball. Now, again, you're making the point that it's the Panthers. I, I, I don't know. It, does, it doesn't negate anything that the defense has done. Let me be clear. I mean, but the Panthers just aren't good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, particularly on offense. They probably, yeah, they would have been better with P.J. Walker, uh, but he wasn't there, and that's fine, you know. But, you know, look, they did what they were supposed to do, which was not let the Panthers get in any rhythm to try try to make this game be one that they would have to dog fight it out. And that was their, that's what they did. And that's all you can ask for at the end of the day. They're still an NFL team as well, the Panthers. So, you know, they okay, the shutout wasn't going to happen. It didn't happen. But three points is still very impressive. Yeah. I mean, you'll still, you'll still take the win, no doubt. Uh, but the defense gives you, you know, reason for optimism, I think. And, yeah, Kyle Hamilton, I thought, was playing great in this game uh, uh he was a force he had a you know he looked good on a couple of blitzes he's making tackles on screens he's making open field tackles yeah. he's getting tackles for loss on run plays I, I i really feel like this injury came at the worst time for him because he was starting to come into his own and i feel like every, the, every week for maybe like the past three or four games i've been saying man that that might have been kyle hamilton's best game like i, I feel like he's been stacking games a lot lately so you know harbs didn't give us any injury updates on any of the guys that got hurt uh in this game but we'll definitely see what he what he has to say as the week goes on and if kyle hamilton isn't able to be out there that's going to be a little bit of a blow for them brandon stevens was able to go out there you know he looked pretty decent uh when he's out there i like brandon stevens but it, it's 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 a little bit of a downgrade right yes. now uh going from kyle hamilton down to him and you're getting a little thin in that safety room now because our marcus williams was already out kyle hamilton yep. he's hurt now so you know that that safety room is thinning out a little bit uh but this defense as a whole i think you feel good the sacks continue to come uh and you know they got a, a game next week they travel to jacksonville to face those guys and having to 
face a team that again is going to want to throw the ball a lot is pretty good it gives you a good feeling to know that this pass rush is playing at the level that they are and this back end group is playing pretty good and marcus peters yeah he's still you know not looking like marcus peters of old uh but he's he's good enough <laughs> right now for sure um you'll take it and it's such a I, I, I say it, I feel like every week is it, it, such a good thing to have a guy like Marlon Humphrey who's on this defense that they can put in a variety of different spots. And yep. not only will he play those spots, but he'll play them pretty well. Uh, Kyle Hamilton had been playing a lot of the nickel late as of late. And with him getting hurt, they had to insert Stevens in there. But I started to notice on a couple of like third down pass, uh, passing opportunities, Marlon is the guy that's playing that nickel spot and they'll move Brandon Stevens to the outside. That's kind of the flexibility that they have with Brandon Stevens as well, because they got him a lot of work in training camp on playing outside corner as well as inside. So uh, it's good to have that flexibility and within your secondary to be able to move guys around like that. And they're going to have to, especially as this season goes on because injuries are inevitable. Absolutely, and, and and as great as the defense has played, Chuck Clark, you got to play better, baby. This was not one of your better games. You gotta be a be- You gotta play better. You know, it, 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 this was just not a, g- a good game for him. The penalties, the you know, mm-hmm. the the situational defense that he was in. Just, I'm just hoping that this was just, you know, one of those times of like, oh, all right, we coming out of the bye. I'm rusty. You know, yeah. and and I'm I'm trying to get myself back together. That was the one thing that I was like, okay, Chuck got to do better than this. And I'm and I would like to think that down the line he'll he'll be better because he can play at a high level. But today just wasn't one of his best games for sure. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll see a, a better Chuck Clark against Jacksonville because we're gonna need it. No doubt. <laughs> 